Good morning, everybody. I hope everybody's doing great out there. If you're watching this on Facebook, Periscope, or um, YouTube, we love you guys. We will answer all your comments and questions at the end of the broadcast. But I really want to put a focus on what God is saying today through my sister, Jenny. So some of you may or may not know Jenny. Jenny Priz is just amazing. And I don't have her bio pulled up because I know Jenny personally. And I know that she, whenever it comes to the title of rock star, she fits in that category. <laughs> She's an author, speaker. Uh, she is the founder of um, Jenny Priz one-handed, single-handed. Single-handed. Mm -hmm. Single-handed Single serenity coach. That's me. That's her, the serenity girl. And she has brought a lot of peace into the lives of others by using the things that God has given to her. She's also the vice president, I believe, of Bloom. Bloom, yes, Bloom, Bloom in the Dark. Bloom in the Dark, which is a, a 501c3 organization that has mm -hmm. put out just, oh my goodness, we're going to have uh, Paula on here later on next, actually next month, but uh, who is the president, but Jenny is the vice president, and they have uh, three international television shows. There's Bloom Today, yeah. is that right? Mm -hmm. We have two. 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 Okay. two. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm just prophesying here. Okay, I'm just prophesying. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We'll take it. Uh, so there's Bloom today and uh, is uh, Life Strategies. Is that recovery? Life? Yeah, Recovery Strategies for Life is our most recent show. And um, it's Say that again? Is it airing yet? Yes, it is airing on certain networks. On on most of the networks that, uh, that aired Bloom today, they also air Recovery Strategies for Life. Excellent. Why don't you take a moment, Jenny, and tell them about, um, uh, we'll talk a little bit about Bloom today, then we'll talk a little bit about your coaching, and then we're going to give you all some strategies to cope with all the uncertainty that's going on right now. Yeah. Jenny, tell us an update on Bloom today, because I have been honored to be a part of several projects. You know, the audiobook uh, had a whole meltdown in the sound booth, got a whole total emotional healing working on that project. God is so sneaky. Uh, <laughs> I've been a guest on Bloom today. And then uh, I believe I'm on the trailer as well as the recovery strategy. Yeah. So give them an update for those that do not know about these platforms available to get some healing, to get some recovery. Talk about that for a few moments. Sure. So Bloom in the Dark, as you said, we're a 501c3 charity. Um, our mission is to let people know who are struggling um, or coming out of brokenness and abuse that there is hope and there is healing. Um, and I have a beautiful cat behind me that is <laughs> probably gonna um, be there all you know, in and out. So I'll just try and ignore her as best I can. Uh, <laughs> but uh, our, our mission really stems from our own past of hurt and healing. And so we knew that there was healing available and we didn't want anyone to get stuck in that place and, and not know how to get out of that darkness that's there. So we let people know, hey, we've been there too, and there is a way out. And we've just done that through a whole bunch of media uh, books. That was the first way Paula wrote Bloom in the Dark. It's uh, 30 true stories of women who've been through all different kinds of things and how God comes in and flips the script. Uh, we do all the raw and real versions. Uh, most of our, our shows are, are on Bloom today. That's, um, uh, uh, <laughs> Sorry, my cat is so funny. <laughs> I know, I'm enjoying your cat. <laughs> the timing, the timing. <laughs> um, Bloom today, we, we really are a talk show where we sit in the kitchen because that's where all the juicy stuff happens in our own lives anyway, is in the kitchen, right? All the good conversations. Um, and, and we just, we sit down and we'll pick a theme. We'll have someone come on, share their story, and we'll talk about the Bible and how that really 
you know, works in this kind of story. We're, we're generally rated TV 14 with Bloom today uh, because we talk about the real stuff, you know, um, life happens, but we take all the shame. We want to take the shame out of all of these shameful things and say, hey, God can work in this too. You don't, you're not stuck. You're not alone. And there's a lot of stories. Now with recovery strategies for life, that television show is more of a teaching show. So it's myself who's a coach, Paula who is our ministry leader, and um, Ivana Surrett who is our licensed professional counselor. And so we come at it from all these different directions um, of healing, the things that we all needed to heal. And we say, hey, this is how you can get from, you know, uh, a childhood sexual abuse survivor to, you know, really understanding all of the strategies you need to heal from that um, and to heal from any trauma, any loss that's happened, um, depression, anxiety, all of the, you know, all of the quote normalized struggles that we have, but then also the struggles that, you know, most people um, are too scared to share, at least at first. And sure. they really need to understand, you know, um, they're not alone before they'll go ahead and, and they're ready to start healing from it. But those strategies apply. Thank God, God is the answer every time. Yes. Um, and that television show actually comes from a curriculum that we built by the same name, Recovery Strategies for Life. And that has, um, it's actually 52 weeks of strategies and healing because it's so, it's so comprehensive. It's like our, you know, decades worth of journey of healing. We took out all the junk that didn't work, boiled down, you know, kind of like boiled it down to the really good stuff that's, that's all biblical. Um, and it's all backed up by, um, you know, the scientific counseling and things that we know now. So um, no matter which way you come at it, it's all truth and it's all, uh, it's all helpful, which is amazing. It was the thing that we couldn't find <laughs> that we had to build. It is amazing because 52 weeks, you know, you take an entire, listen, life's journey of healing, uh, we don't put a stamp on it and say, okay, it's going to take 21 days. It's going to take six months, a year, two years, whatever. For those that deal with chemical dependency, we know that the brain, just the brain for the healing of the physiological part takes, you know, a good 18 months to get right. rebalanced the chemicals in your brain to start functioning. Right. So that's just the physiological part. So the yeah. emotional part can take, you know, I mean, some people get radical healings, you know, I know oh, yeah. my first breakthrough was a uh, like a Damascus Road, slap, bam, you're doing good. But all of the things that intertwined on that has been years. And before we started the broadcast, Jenny and I was having a conversation about healing and we're and she had mentioned that, you know, we were talking about not trying to press through when you're supposed to put the pause button on to heal. And, you know, I'm. I, I pressed through for 20 years, you know, the pedal to the metal. I don't want to feel it. I don't want to think it. I don't want to deal with it. And I, you know, I look back and I think, wow, where would I be now if God, if I allowed God to go to those places that I didn't want to go to. Right. But his timing is perfect. So he knew yeah. he knows the end from the beginning. And I tell people all the time, it's so important to understand that God does not show us all of our junk at once. It would be overwhelming. Oh, thank God he doesn't. <laughs> you know, he says that he'll never put us under more than what we can bear. But I'll tell you what, if we had to deal with everything at once, you know, because we're that like an onion being layer upon layer and healing upon healing. And you wouldn't could, understand it all at once oh either. I mean, we, we need to have understanding of one concept before he can go on to the next con concept and it really builds on yeah. itself. 
Because if you just started with the end first, I mean, we'd be totally confused and we'd take it all, we'd misunderstand all of it. Yes, yes. And yeah. he goes before us and he knows exactly what is going to minister to us. He knows exactly what broadcast, what book, what teaching, what counselor, what coach, you know, he knows all these things. And it's interesting. I was I was chuckling this morning when I got on Facebook because it was it was Maggie and Jenny Day. And I was like, <laughs> How appropriate is that? <laughs> you know, which is so cool because Jenny and I apparently we've been Facebook friends for four years, <laughs> and I believe we met uh, at Swimma. Yeah, Christian is that right? Association, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Christian women in, in uh, yes, <laughs> I'm kind of half out of it today, but we met, and I knew right away that I wasn't going to be in for the long haul with Jenny because she was so precious and and she was so raw and real. You know, oh, yes. Not That's all I had in that point. <laughs> yes, yes. And so, you know, we instantly became friends. And I'm so honored to have you on the show today and giving some tools and pieces to the audience to help them get through this time because you know, we were talking about how people handle it different. But before we go into that, I want to talk about ditch the drama. First of all, I rem I remember when you were working on the uh the cover for the book. Oh, and Yes. And because the Lord speaks to me through keys, hence the name of this broadcast, Keys to Your Best Life, the book cover. Do you have a book there? Can you hold it up and show yeah, yeah. them? I love it because it is so true. Because if you unlock, okay, if you unlock, look at this. Look at the serenity that is beyond the chaos. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's exactly right. The serenity yes. that is beyond the chaos. The yes. serenity beyond the chaos. Hashtag yeah. serenity beyond the chaos. Because everything that Jenny does, she pulls a piece of God into. It. She just does. This you can't do it without him. How are you? <laughs> How do you feel like without him? I don't even know. So I know the book has been out for a long time, but now the workbook's out, right? Yes. Now the workbook is out. And there's also a um, uh, Bible study with videos as well. So you can do the study with the book and the workbook and the videos that are on bloom-u.com. And Recovery Strategies for Life is on that same website. It's bloom-u.com. We have all of our curriculum. We've got a whole bunch of stuff up there. Um, but this was, this came first in my journey. Um, was the ditch the drama because the serenity the, it really unpacks the serenity prayer in here and that's kind of the layout that that we're going to be working through today as well how to apply that to this season of life um with with you know social isolation and everything else um but ditch the drama really talks about you know how do i accept the things that i cannot change and what are those things and a lot of times we think, oh, I've got to sit and accept all of the things that are so terrible. And yeah, we need to do that too. But what we really need to accept and work on is accepting how much God actually loves us yeah. and how much he is our protector yes. and our provider and everything that he, he gives to us and how amazing and huge and big and fantastic he is and <laughs> how personal he is. And when we focus on him and everything that he is that we cannot change, then our perspective can really start to shift on that serenity that's that's there because it's more I think that's more real than the things that we see. Yes, yes. Um, but we forget that all the time because we're so you know blinded by the mess, you know, in the foreground that we can kind of forget all of the good things that are beyond it. 
Yes. If we can find ourselves in the center of his love, that's yeah. when healing really takes place. And we try all these different things, trying to make it happen. It's funny because this morning I was thinking, you know, I was, I was, before we logged on, I was praying and stuff. And, and I know how the Lord has used the serenity prayer in your life and in your writings and teachings and so forth mm -hmm. to impact so many people. And I thought about when was the first time I heard about the serenity prayer? And I remember it was in an Al-Anon meeting. Now this was yeah. pre-Jesus for me because I went to this Al-Anon meeting because I thought one of these women would let me know how to take my ex-husband out. You know, <laughs> I'm like, they're dealing with this crap too. I'm going to take it. <laughs> pre-Jesus. <laughs> Listen, I had a Bible and I, and I you know, I was a, a professing Christian, you know, but I, I didn't, I wouldn't have known Jesus if he showed up, you know, with the angels going, hallelujah. Yeah, this is me. But but I remember, I remember being lost and hurt and scared and fearful and angry. I was just like, oh, it was such a toxic mess. And because I tell people all the time, you know, my codependent years were way worse than my addictive years. You know, okay. <laughs> I couldn't cover up the pain with that. Mine were the same. <laughs> Those are the same years for me. <laughs> Yours kind of went in a road together, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I drank, uh, I drank and became an alcoholic because I was codependent and I was looking for something to numb out the pain because I didn't have any, any one person to fill that pain anymore. Right. So I was, I was lost and I wasn't looking to God or Jesus to fill it. So, right. Right. You know, some of y'all might be wondering why is Jenny known as the, uh, the single handed coach? Is that right? Oh yeah. The single handed yeah. serenity coach. Yes. Why is yeah, that? this thing right here? Yeah. So, <laughs> so I was I was born with only part of my right arm. Okay. That's how God made me. Um and it's just and that's what my parents told me as well. That's how God wanted to make me. There's really no big explanation for it. Um it happens to everyone in 2000 children who are born. I won the lottery. Uh and but the, when I did start to um uh become more social. <laughs> more of a public figure and put myself out there. God told me to put my my arm out in front and put my prosthetic out in front and let people see this was his creation. And it was something that I cry all the time when I think about it. I'm like, God put his stamp on me. It's a little bit showier than some people because he puts his stamp on everybody and, and everyone is unique and wonderful. But it's a reminder to me, not that I'm flawed, but that I was made perfectly. Ooh. He does, you know, he, oh, I just love that, Jenny. And I always love that story. And I remember the video, what video was it that you were in? And uh, it was so powerful. Oh, the flawless video, Mercy yes. flawless. music video. Yeah. Flawless. Uh -huh. Yes. And so uh, fun. yes, because, <laughs> you know, he takes everything, even things that we look at as, you know, something that is, you know, we, we look at ourselves, if we're looking at ourselves, not through the lens of Christ. Okay. And we see what, you know, just, we're just like disgusted and shameful and all this junk. And he takes and he washes anything away. And yeah. when we look through the lens of the Lord and know that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, not yeah. flawed, we're not mm -hmm. flawed. We're wonderfully made. Yeah, and we're his masterpiece. You know, masterpieces. And he made Jenny special. And, and you know, and the Bible says that in his own image, you know, mm -hmm. and so God. Well, he made me. I mean, I don't say special because I don't feel like I'm I'm better than. It's just specific 
to me. It's just he made yeah. me specific. He made everyone specifically. He did. But, yeah. But and this was just the specificity that he went with this time around. So. Yes. But everyone is special in his eyes, and if we can Absolutely. get a revelation of that, and, yeah. and we don't, we you know, I remember being a kid and being so look. Okay, so. You're probably going, okay, what, what's the problem here, Maggie? Okay, my ears came out like this, okay? As a teenager, I would sleep with a bandana wrapped around my head, hoping that my ears would finally lay down because, you know, I went through the whole, you know, bullying thing of, you know, Dumbo and all of that and everything. Uh -huh. I became a pretty good fighter because I got picked on. But with that being said, um, my ears was something that I thought, you know, God, why did you give me these big ears, you know? You know what? Anything that he does is brilliant. He's amazing. I, he and, knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's <laughs> a lot better than we know what he's doing. And I tell the story of when my husband, I married my junior high sweetheart. And when I did, I, what really attracted me to him is he had seen me on Facebook and he had seen my hair was short at one time. And he said, I love the fact that you're wearing your hair short because I always loved your ears. Aww. And it was like, it was like God speaking through him, you know? And yeah. so I just love that, Jenny. And thank you for being so, you know, because people get uncomfortable. Do you feel like sometimes people are uncomfortable about talking about these kind of things? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, yes. I, I And that makes me uncomfortable. Exactly. <laughs> because I'm so comfortable with it. I spend a lot of my time helping people become more comfortable. And I usually have a prosthetic that I'll wear. I'm at home you know, we're under isolation. So I'm a lot more relaxed today. Uh, not wearing it. Um, I appreciate you being on here today at home, relaxed and so forth. So, okay. So let's talk about some strategies. Okay. Yeah. Uh, strategies. And, and y'all, for those of you that are wanting to get some of these resources, we're going to put that all in the chat stream after the broadcast so that you can go. And I encourage you these, these strategies, uh, the, the life recovery strategies and dish the drama, these curriculums can be used individually to yeah. self reflect, but they also can be used in a group. Yes. And I can tell you right now that these are tools that you want in your tool belt. And for those of you that minister to others, I encourage you to get these resources to have in your library, because I'm telling you, they're they're good. They're good. And I'm endorsing mm -hmm. them. OK, so y'all go get them. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we we're talking about strategies and isolation, what people are going through. And, yeah. you know, certainly we're in an unprecedented time of COVID, but these apply to any time that you're going through isolation. So if you guys are watching this broadcast and you're thinking COVID's been over for a long time, you know, maybe you're watching in 2021 or later in the fall, whenever. And you're, But these strategies can be applied anytime. So yeah. I want y'all to grab a pen and maybe take a couple notes. Uh, if not, watch it on the replay. Get this down in your spirit because I trust Jenny and I know that whenever God speaks through her, it's always good. So Jenny, what do you think is, uh, you know, let's talk to them a little bit about some things to cope and how are you dealing with it? What are you doing? How are you applying the serenity yeah. prayer to all of this? Yeah. So everything that I, everything that I teach or suggest to anyone is something that I've lived myself and I've seen results from myself. Um, and they're things that I've used over and over and over again. So um, the first thing is, of course, accepting the things you cannot change. You know, and we talked a little bit about that already and, and how accepting God and how big he is. And in this time of uncertainty where the world seems to be going uh, a little bit cuckoo, we thought, oh, I'm going to have a, a birthday party for Paula in April. Nope, that's not happening anymore. You know, <laughs> there's all kinds of things that are outside of our control. So accepting that the world is outside of our control but God is still on the throne. 
is one of those things that it's, if we can accept, okay, things are a little bit crazy and I can't control what's going to happen next, but God is still on the throne and he still knows what's going on. You know, there's, and there's a lot of emotions that come up as we start to realize these things and we start to grieve these things and that's okay. So being accepting that, Hey, I've got feelings about this. Uh, I've got feelings that maybe you're stuck with your children in the house and you know, that's a little bit crazy and terrifying. Um, that's okay. <laughs> if you're not happy with where you're at and what's happening, that's okay. Accepting that there are emotions and then allowing yourself to emotionally detox those emotions. Emotional detox is a, is a really great strategy that we have as like a specific number in recovery strategies as well. Um, which is just cry. I mean, if you need to cry, just cry, go ahead. If you need to be angry, just be angry. Make sure you punch a pillow to get it out. Like you, yes. emotions are meant to get out so that you can get to the place of acceptance, right? That grief cycle, anger is a part of it. Mm -hmm. As long as you're not stuck there, sure. um, you have to go through it to get to acceptance. That's right. And um, so that's why we talk about the emotional, you talk, getting it out, letting it out, bringing it to God, laying it all out on the table, bringing it to him um, and saying, this is what, what I'm going through. And then take, and then surrendering that to him. And surrender is such a big piece of <laughs> accepting that I'm not in control. <laughs> oh yeah. Especially when we, when we really surrender for doing it right then we will have those emotions that come up because uh, that control that we're tr trying to have is also stuffing all of those emotions down. So letting them out, letting them, um, giving them to him and accepting that you have limits, you know, wherever you're at, whatever comes up, that's okay. Um, you know, we were talking about earlier before we started that uh, I wanted to help save the world. And I wanted to, to say I was the person who went out and helped uh, to sew masks or, um, you know, let me do a, a teaching online. Let me just, you know, go run right out and build a new curriculum or, you know, do something crazy creative or something. And the truth of it was I needed to spend two weeks crying and, and trying to process what was happening with the world. And God was doing a work uh, in me on the inside to heal um, some things from the past, but because I took the time to grieve and and work through that with him, um, then I came out on the other side of it with, you know, maybe more bandwidth. But I still, every day, as things pop up on Facebook, people who um, I didn't think would say certain things have now said certain things. And, right, we all have this, like, what is going on? <laughs> who are these people? <laughs> Fear and, and lack of control does crazy things. It, it triggers, you know, all kinds of stuff in people. Um, that doesn't mean that that's necessarily their full character. So right. give everybody some grace. And yes. that's part of the things you can change. <laughs> you can't change them. Girl, let me just interject there because this, is been, you know, <laughs> this has been a big pet peeve for me lately. And I never really realized because, you know, we're all busy and we're all trying to encourage and inspire people. And yeah. so I contribute a lot on Facebook, but I don't necessarily consume a lot. You know, right. I don't allow myself to consume a lot, not because I want to be antisocial, because I have to protect my peace. And so I set a timer and I say, hey, Siri, you know, hey, Siri, give me 20 minutes of Facebook. And after that time is over. Yeah. I, I, I stop consuming. Now, yeah. when I was down sick, 
what you know i literally you know i couldn't even get up to go find the remote for the tv or anything like that so i just sat right. scrolling and I, I got fleshy that's why i knew i was getting better when i started <laughs> getting funky and going, you know i mean it was crazy some of the things i was reading now let me say this, and you made a good point. We have to extend grace because people are, they're under a lot of pressure. They're going through things and, and we all, everybody, you know, the Bible says that we all, all, A-L-L, all fall short of the glory. So we all make mistakes. We all say things. Maybe it comes out the wrong way or so forth. But man, I've seen some things that were directly speaking to me as I'm laying there thinking, you know, I mean, I didn't let people know that I had COVID, you know, because I wanted to protect my peace. One, I didn't want people speaking negative over me. That was the biggest right. thing. I didn't want people saying, Maggie and Kevin has this. I wanted people coming right. in line with what God was saying. Uh, but I also didn't want to deal with the 2,000 questions I might get when I'm trying to rest and recover. But people were saying some very insensitive things. Yeah. And, and it comes from a place of fear, uh, you know, yeah. in their own life. It comes from a place of um, feeling hurt. You don't know what they're going through in their homes either, or what they've experienced in the past, because that affects, yes. you know, their, their emotional turmoil as well. Um, and we're all going through stuff. And <laughs> absolutely. I mean, it, I, the, the, the economic landscape and how that's going to change and the, and the fear of, well, I don't know if I will have a job or I've already lost my job or, I have a small business that I might not have tomorrow. I don't know. Sure. You know, there, there's all of these things that are happening and people are, can be looking for some kind of control anywhere and they will uh, lash out or, or you know, um, either in our own homes or online. And unfortunately, yes. um, you know, we don't all know where everyone's coming from and, and it, it, it can hit our own trigger spots because we're a little bit more raw because of what we're doing exactly. you know, we're going through at the same time. So exactly. I believe yeah. like two, two months ago, I mean, this thing, that wouldn't, those comments wouldn't have triggered me at all, but because I was laying there experiencing it, it was different. Right. So in different seasons and in different times, uh, you know, when people are trying to, you know, overcome and render their control to the Lord and people are out there stepping on it. Jenny, just I want to talk for a moment. I just feel very led to talk about boundaries because I know that you you have set some serious boundaries in place over the years with your life. And it's, it's given you what would you say to those people right now that are going through that? Um, you know, that whole sense of I am, you know, what do I do here with people that are trying to control me right now? I can render my control <sighs> now, but what about the people coming and trying to control me? Yeah. Um, that's such a big question. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure you that. Answer, <laughs> or just speak to boundaries a little bit. Yeah. Um, the importance of it. Yeah. I mean, there's boundaries come in all shapes and sizes. Yes. And we don't always need to communicate our boundaries. Ah. Um, that's that's number one is that you the things you can change is that you can limit your time on social media or you can just not go on social media. Um, you cannot watch the news like you can turn it off. It's yeah. OK. Don't worry. Someone will tell you when the when everything is lifted. <laughs> <laughs> like that will get through. I'm sure it's OK. <laughs> Um, you know, because every day there's new stuff that's got to be re reprocessed. So if that's a boundary that you need to take care of yourself, 
Yes. Then you can do that. And that's not always, I, I understand that's not always possible if, if a spouse or someone in your home is like, I need to watch the news all day long. You know, you can ask them to do it in a separate room. You can find a separate room. You can go for a walk. There's, there's all kinds of things that you can do. And then, and again, you don't need to communicate them all the time, but you can also ask for the things that you need um, as part of building boundaries. Hey, th this is something that I, I really need. I'm really stressed out right now. Can you look at after the kids for the next 10, 15 minutes, because I need to go in the bathroom and cry, or I need to go for a walk and cry with God, or I need to call a friend and go on, you know, on a walk, something that that will give you the time that you need in order to kind of process through. Um, and, and sometimes there's these things called internal boundaries. Um, yes. When we are unable to separate ourselves, especially if someone is toxic, or if there's a boss that's asking you to do stuff, um, you know, like if you are a high risk person who doesn't want to leave the house and your boss is saying, I, I, you need to leave the house in order to keep your job. Um, really everything that we need to do needs to be brought to God and say, Hey, what do I do in this situation? Um, and, and let him guide you on, on all of that. But if you're stuck in the house with someone, um, and they are, uh, not going to listen to you because that's the type of person that they are. Uh, I hesitate to use the word narcissist, um, but they are out there and there's plenty of toxic people out there in the world. But if you if fighting back is only going to escalate the situation, it, what internal boundaries basically do is on the outside, you can just say, OK, or acquiesce or, or walk away, whatever. You don't need to always say, I disagree with that. You don't right. need to always, always be be fighting but no on the inside i know who i am i know i'm a child of god i know my value they don't have to agree with me and i can just still yes be um present in who i am and know and stand on who god says i am on the inside wow that's so good jenny that's so good thank you because people need to understand the difference between external and internal boundaries and my biggest concern about this entire thing is, number one, we know from statistics and, and I know you guys work closely with a lot of people that have been through various types of abuse, you know, to, from verbal to sexual to physical and so forth. My yeah. my heart every day and my prayers every day have been with the children that are locked in the homes with their abusers. And this yeah. is a big issue. OK, and we're not going to go too deep into this, y'all. So don't don't check out on us here just because we're talking about some heavy stuff. But it's real. Yeah. And so people need the tools. So if you know someone that is going through that, be a resource. You know, I mean, I believe you might be sitting there going, okay, I've dealt with all my issues. I don't have any drama in my life, but you know, getting the resources that Jenny offers into the homes of those that, you know, there is someone out there that, you know, that yeah. is in relationships like this. Yeah. If you go to bloominthedark.org backslash or forward slash rather resources, we have an, a whole list of, um, of hotlines that people can call for anything that they're Perfect. going through. Um, and I refer people to that a lot because I can't address every situation, but we have a lot of resources there that are available for people who, who can get what they need. 
That's so important because I do know that there's been an increase with uh, the battered women's shelters and things like that. And I'm not saying that women are the only people that get battered. You know, there are men that go through that right. as well. It, you know, the enemy doesn't discriminate when he's working through toxic hurt people. He doesn't right. matter. It doesn't matter if you're male, female and so forth. So, okay, well, I don't want to get too far over that, but I wanted to point that out, especially yeah. because many times we're thinking, well, I'm not dealing with that, but there are people that are dealing with that. And it's our job to get those resources to them to be yeah. able to help them. So make sure you utilize that website has got a plethora of information and at yeah. the end of each of their broadcast if you go back and watch some of the broadcast you can literally get some coaching tools okay yep. so maybe maybe you're not in a position right now to hire jenny or another coach or someone to work with you can get so many resources and i i encourage you to utilize the time is led especially if you're not having to deal with small children and you've been working for many years and you did what I did by just like kept going like the Energizer Bunny. And I'm through, yeah. I'll just stuff that I'll just deal with that later. You know, when I was young, my favorite phrase growing up is I'm just going to put that on ignore. I said mm. that out of my mouth from like the age of eight to the age of 30. I'm going to put that on ignore. And it was retraining my brain to not deal with things. Right. And so if you are in a position where you're shut down at home and you feel led of the Lord that now is the time, cry your tears, feel your pain, but don't let it control you. Okay. So, mm -hmm. okay, so we talked a little bit about accepting it, you know, accepting God's love, accepting. Right. All of we talked about making the proper changes and some of the mm -hmm. things that people can do. Do you want to speak any more to the change piece of that, Jenny? Or do you think we... Well, sure. I mean, I think even with what I just discussed, some of that was that, you know, going out for a walk, like the things that you can change, right? The, the little things that are in your control are how do you spend your time? Do you spend it in, in prayer? Do you spend it, you know, binge watching something? Hey, that's okay. Like I'm a binge watcher too. <laughs> I, I do, I do have to be like, Hey God, are we done with this? Can I watch another one? You know, I, I do bring it to him and go, is it okay? Can I do this? Um, there have been seasons where he's told me to not watch, but sure. thank goodness, this isn't one of those. Um, but getting takeout, if you're, you know, if you're brave enough, if God lets you go get some takeout food, so you don't have to cook. <laughs> there's, there's lots of, um, opportunities out there, small businesses that, that are happy to, you know, to serve you as well in that way. Um, and then, yeah. And I think limiting your exposure, I, I think also if you do, if you are someone like, like you are Maggie, who has more, more energy in this time period, um, setting yourself some goals is, is good as well, but don't make those hard goals. Like I need to get to this or, you know, like don't shoot all over yourself and, and make that crazy. Um, uh, but like, Hey, uh, I'm going to do work on a puzzle every day, or I'm going to try and make some masks or I'm going to, which I, I, I don't know. I still think that with all that hands by my face I would just give myself you know <laughs> that, more diseases <laughs> I wouldn't be able to handle it but um yeah you know there's there's things that you can do and I, if you don't learn a new language that's okay too but there might be something like I'm gonna clean out a closet uh, you know in the next week and or you know whatever that is give you can give yourself some short-term or or longer term goals and that's okay. And if it's, you know, I'm gonna walk around the house in my bathing suit because I don't wanna open the fridge every five seconds, then, you know, hey, that's a goal too. <laughs> <laughs> Good weight loss plan. Yeah, I really liked that suggestion. That was great. <laughs> and laughing, like make sure you spend time 
laughing. You, yeah. you can control what you're paying attention to, um, what what you're bringing your thoughts to. And yeah. Well, I'll so tell you, Jenny, uh, you know, these are such good strategies because I'm always telling people, you know, obviously we have no control over others, but we do have a control over ourselves and how yeah. we respond to yeah. life. And the more that we respond instead of react, the further we're going to get along with following peace. You know, mm -hmm. we've got to guard our peace. We've got to protect it. And these are great things for people to know. There are a lot of people that are not used to uh, homeschooling their kids. <laughs> it's overwhelming, you know. So if you yes. are a parent out there and all of a sudden you're thrust into homeschooling, get a support system of people yeah. online. Yeah. Yeah, literally, uh, there are tons of homeschool groups out there. There are moms that are willing to share their valuable information with you yeah. and so forth. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact that you said setting some goals. I know the whole month that I was down, I, I was like the whole time I was like, I finally got a break to do stuff and I can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I was telling Jenny before we started, my body can't keep up with my brain right now because my brain is going, oh, my gosh, I need to purge my closet. I want to start a garden. You know, yeah. sometimes, I mean, just all this stuff. I need to work on new curriculum. I got so much stuff I need to do. But everything that you do during the season has to be surrounded by peace because if it's pressure, it's not God. Right. It, right. you know, so if you've got that weight of pressure, of, of drivenness, it's not God. So follow peace. Yeah. Yeah. And I think finding peace in the serenity prayer and praying period is powerful. So yes. talk about prayer, you know? Yes. I mean, and that's one of the things that we can change is by is by praying for those people that really tick us off online. Yes. Um, yes. You know, <laughs> the government, uh, whatever it is that you're ticked off at, your neighbors, <laughs> you're closer <laughs> to them these days, I, the people in your home, um, you know, praying for them in instead of, you know, criticizing them and, and bringing all kinds of, you know, well, I'm going to slam them. And, you know, that's our, that's our gut reaction. But God tells us to love our enemies and pray for them. And so we can actively be doing that. And honestly, when we are in a place where we feel totally powerless, like, I don't know how I'm going to change, yeah. any, you know, what's happening in the world. Um, right. Well, prayer is the number one thing that we can be doing to change things, um, that we can be joined in prayer and we can be praying for the people who are sick. We can be praying for the people who are scared because that fear can bring on illness. Um, and really run down your immune system. So we can be praying for them and we can be praying that that leadership would make good decisions, even despite themselves. You know, <laughs> sometimes they've got the wrong motivation, but it's the right decision that God wants. Um, and just accepting that, hey, you know, there's there's God, you know, I, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm wrestling with this and I don't know what to do with it and bringing that to him. Um, in in prayer and what do I do next? And and again, like you, I, I love what you said, if you don't have peace about it, because there's lots of, oh, I should be, and oh, I could, and oh, you know, I I should be teaching my kids all these things, and I should know common core math, and I should, you know, and no, no, you shouldn't. Like, like there are some people who will not teach, really teach their kids, and that's not really like an option for them because they are struggling with triggers and trauma and, and all kinds of stuff, um, or it's just depression or it's something, and they can't, they can't get there pray and ask God, he's, he's going to be the father to them too. So, so pray that he's with them as well. He, they belong to him as well. And he's going to be taking care of them too. So give your, give yourself grace and accept that grace through prayer. 
um, and just be in that constant, if you it's not also no pressure, uh, right. <laughs> but it is helpful when we are constantly receiving from him to say, okay, God, what, what is it next? What do you want me to do? And it's not, don't be distressed if it doesn't look like what the world is doing That's or right. what people are posting. Yes. Um, and if it looks totally different because God might say, I don't want you to teach your kids for these two months. I want them to have a little extra time with you. Just enjoying your presence or talking things through, or I don't know, even playing on screens. Like I, maybe that's part of his plan for them so that you can then go and cry for hours on end. I don't know what that looks like or anybody, but like there's, I mean, some people get to that point if you're, if you're to the boiling point, you know, um, and that's okay. Like it's going to look different for everyone. God is not a God of boxes. He doesn't yes. ask us to do all the same things. Everybody looks different. He meets us in all different ways. So if he's telling you to do it, then do it. And if he's telling you not to, then then hold back, even if it looks like it's the wrong thing to do. Yes, that's good. Worldly speaking, you know. Right, right. And so you just know, surrender. Oh, key word there, surrender. You know, yeah. surrender. Some of you may be watching this broadcast and you may not know. You might be like, well, how do I cast my care on the Lord? And I don't even believe there's a God. I want to encourage y'all. Uh, you, you know, the Bible is true. And you can trust the word of God. And I want to challenge those of you that might be watching this that has never read the Bible to read the book of John and to go mm. in and, and start to understand when you see people like Jenny and myself and we're talking about leaning on the Lord, listening to his voice, get, praying to him, having mm. an intimate relationship with God. This is what we're talking about. And you can reach out to either one of us in the event you want to know more about Jesus, because he is the only reason that either one of us maintained our sanity through life's craziness, right? <laughs> I would I would be in jail or I'd be dead. Yeah, absolutely. Hands down. Yeah. That would, would be it. I would do it, be doing jail ministry with you because <laughs> 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 I mean, just seriously, because life is hard. Okay. The Bible says that in this world, okay, that means where we're at right now, you will have tribulation. But the Bible goes on, Jesus says, cheer up. Okay, cheer up because I've overcome the world. And so we have to understand that in this season, regardless of what you're going through, regardless of what other people are doing, regardless of what the news says, you can have peace in the midst of the storm, but you got to seek it, you know, and you've got to seek him because he is the peace giver. And, you know, Jenny has given you some amazing tools. The fact that you can accept, you know, where you're at right now, what's going on and accept the love of Christ to get you through it. And then to change only the things that you have control over. That means you, nothing else, right. not your boss, not, you know, and I know you're trying to maintain control over your kids, but you have to do even do that in a healthy boundary, you know, right. in, in a good structure. And then also applying the prayers, uh, the prayers for the saints, the prayers for the unsaved, the prayers for the uh, administrative leaders that are making decisions for our nation and, and so forth and, and pray for other countries and so forth. Prayer mm -hmm. is the po most powerful thing you could do. And people, you know, we usually a lot of times we'll hear the statement like, well, all we can do is pray like it's like a last resort. You know, <laughs> it shouldn't be our first resort when you get out of the bed. God, thank you for this day. God, pray that you give me the peace to get through whatever you have in store for me. And if we are in even flow with the Holy Spirit, life becomes simpler. It's mm -hmm. not going to be easy. OK, I didn't say life is easy. All right. Because we are the type of Christians that's going to say, get Jesus and he's going to fix everything. No, because we are here. 
<laughs> as the ambassadors of Christ. And the Bible says the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is alive in us. But we still have a soulish realm. And that's what things like Jenny and myself and other people talk a lot about because you've got a mind and you've got your will and you've got your emotions. And these have all been damaged by the cares of this world. And so you've got to allow the process to take place. You've got to mm -hmm. invite healing in and you've got to do it with wisdom. And that's what I've heard you say today, Jenny, is to, you know, cry your tears and get through what you need to get through and use it as processing. Yeah. So you can go to another level in your healing. You know, Absolutely. now we're not now we were going to put a word of caution there. Don't try to deal with all your junk today. <laughs> Don't do it. Okay. Do not do it. It's just not wisdom. Okay. Find one area that you feel like God is dealing with you. Maybe he's dealing with you with it, you know, being consistent. You know, maybe, you know, maybe he's trying to get you on a routine to where you can start being more productive in your life. But yet, you know, one day you sleep till noon and one day you sleep till nine. And if you do do that, there's no shame here. OK, there's no shame. But if you're saying I want change in my life and I want to start exercising or, you know, I want to get this done and that done. And yet you refuse to make the proper change. Find out what is holding you back. And start listening to what is the thing. Find one thing. That's all we're challenging. One thing that yeah. you want to come out of this. What do you want to learn during the season uh, as far as about yourself or about, you know, or your career? If you got something that you need to, you know, you, oh, I've been wanting to do that. I, I kind of chuckled when you said you might not learn a foreign language. You know, <laughs> no, I won't be working on that because I was never <laughs> doing that in college. You know, I, matter of fact, I actually changed my degree trying to get out of that because I couldn't wrap my brain around it. I'm like, I don't even speak good English. Like what the language? <laughs> good English. <laughs> okay, well, so these are powerful, y'all. Accept the things that you cannot change, you know? Uh, change mm -hmm. the things that you can and pray for the difference to have the wisdom from God to be able to shift those. So Jenny, I would love for you to give them a key. Now I know you've got boxes of keys. Okay. Chains. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's just so many great keys because I know yeah. being in a relationship with you over the years, uh, all the wisdom that the Lord has imparted to you. But if you wanted to say one last thing to the viewers, what would it be? Uh, I think the biggest key is surrender, mm -hmm. surrendering to God, surrendering your will, surrendering your plans, surrendering the people around you um, and all of the, the, whatever season you're in, whatever you're trying to get through it, I mean, for me specifically, yeah, I can't do it without surrender. I can't do any of it without yeah. surrender. Because as long as I'm holding on, I'm not. I'm not available for God to be speaking to me. I, I'm. I don't have that open hand to to say what is it you want from me. I've gone in so many different directions. I never thought I'd be doing this. This is the last thing I ever thought. Um, <laughs> but it was surrender, right? That's what got me healthy. That's what got me out of addiction. That's what got me into ministry and all kinds of healing surrender every step of the way i just surrendered one thing at a time one thing one thing one thing and it just builds it snowballs on itself wow that's so good that is powerful and it's true as long as we're holding on to it you know uh, he can't move with it he's like you yeah. know i think finally when we do let go of things he's like thank you <laughs> right <laughs> You know, let's work and, together now. Yeah. yeah, because he is God. We are not. And we try to be our own gods. And, and really, to be honest, that's a almost a form of idolatry, you know, yeah. um, to to try to be God, you yeah. know, especially when we're trying to be God in other people's lives. <laughs> yes.
It happens. <laughs> Y'all, listen, I, I want you to go and check out these resources. Again, we will put it in the chat stream. We will have it available, the website. Use these resources. These are amazing resources. Find a key that you want to stand on, something you want to unlock. And listen, if you set a goal and you don't make it, Go on, brush your shoulders off is what the rappers say. They just let it go. Okay, let it go. Do not let anything. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. We're just really real. And uh, don't let anything that's going on in your life cause you any um, means for uh, putting more weight on, you know, yeah. we do that sometimes. Sometimes we take on more, you know, you need to transfer the weight on the one who can make the changes. The only one that can make the changes and other people trust him in your relationships, trust him with everything you do. And my broadcast here, there we go. Well, hold on, Jenny. Uh, <laughs> um, trust him each and every day. And we want to thank you for logging on today. If those of you have questions or comments, please get back with us. And Jenny, I want to thank you for taking your valuable time to spend with us today, giving them the keys to serenity. I love it. God bless you Thanks, guys. Maggie. See you next time.